put aside time and figure out what it is that you can do to support yourself in the best fashion possible so that you can create that foundation for your day. Welcome to Connect Back In Podcast. I'm Morgan King, your host, and I'm so passionate about sharing with you the spiritual concepts that have transformed my life. It is not always an easy path, but I know within my soul that if it's good on the inside, it's good on the outside. Through interviews with experts and my personal experience, we will break down how to live a spiritual life in today's society. My hope is that you find the inspiration and support you need as you explore your own journey to connect back in. Welcome to Connect Back In. It's Morgan King, your host. Thank you, as always, for being here. Today, I have an exciting topic I'm really passionate about, as I am with most things on this podcast, but I'm going to be talking all about morning routines. Um, This is something that I've adapted, I would say, in the past five years. I've always done something in the morning to set the tone of the day. It generally involved making a pot of coffee, um, checking my phone, and getting ready. Uh, And it wasn't until I started researching more and more the benefits of setting up your day and started adapting those practices that I really found the value in them. And so when I first started out on my morning routine, I was in a place in my life where I was very rigid. And so that was representative of my morning routine. It was very step-by-step. I had to wake up at the same time every day, um, scheduled, organized, and it's since evolved and become a little bit more relaxed. I still have a lot of structure because it's kind of the structure that I depend on day in and day out when I have a job, I'm a realtor, uh, residential, where nothing's really structured. Every day is different. You wake up, you might have a set schedule for the day, and it can dramatically change as time goes on. So this gives me the foundation. And so I want to talk about first is like, why set up a morning routine? And as I said, it sets the foundation for your day. So if you use an analogy of a house, I'm sure you've probably heard this at one time or another. But if you have a shoddy foundation on a house, It cannot withstand wind and rain and anything that the environment outside itself will come uh, and attack it. It can't withstand that. It'll fall down. It'll crumble. However, if you have a proper foundation, which is setting up your morning routine, setting up the day for you, you're less likely to react to things and you're creating your experience versus just reacting to what comes towards you. So I also think this is valuable as it teaches you a habit of listening to yourself first thing in the morning. Whose voice are you listening to if you're not listening to yourself? So when you get up, you're telling yourself, okay, here's what we're going to do. I believe Tony Robbins actually jumps into like um, – cold plunge. I think it's like 50 degrees or something every morning because his idea is when I say go, we go. Um, I want my to be in control of like how I create my experience. And so it's similar in that fashion that you're not responding to emails and texts first thing. You're not looking at the news and absorbing negative information first thing in the morning because that will create the foundation and set up your day, whether for success or failure. So first thing too is, or second thing rather, because I've already done a first thing, is 
don't think of this as some obstacle that you have to overcome and dread. It should be something that you enjoy. And even if you only give yourself 15 minutes at first, if you don't have 15 minutes, you don't have a life, you can give yourself 15 minutes in the morning. Maybe wake up earlier, do whatever you can to put aside time and figure out what it is that you can do to support yourself in the best fashion possible so that you can create that foundation for your day. So I'm going to talk through what I do, why I do it. Um, I actually, in perfect timing, got a text from a friend this morning. I texted her earlier and she's like, I'm surprised to hear from you. Doesn't your morning routine last until like 1230 p.m.? And I thought that was really funny because it's kind of true. Like I put a lot of emphasis and time into my mindset and it starts with my morning routine because I feel as though having a strong, sturdy mindset for myself and for my clients makes me a very successful realtor. There's a lot of things that come your way. There's a lot of ups and downs. And so not only being the foundation for myself, but for my clients, for the other realtors that I work with, when things go awry, I'm able to focus, step back and make decisions and not just react as things come along. So I do spend a lot of time in my morning routine. It doesn't go till 1230, but around 10 a.m., I would say so. And I have the luxury of doing that because I own my own business. So talking through what I do. So I wake up uh, varies 637 a.m. And first things first is I say my affirmations. I have about 21 affirmations. I read them every single morning. And to be honest, some days when you wake up and you're feeling crummy, those affirmations aren't going to do much for you. You can't do what they call a spiritual bypass. So if you're feeling like crap about yourself and you you list out, I accept myself just as I am. I am and always will be enough. I'm worthy regardless of my achievements. Everything's always working out for my highest good. Maybe you don't believe those things and you're just saying them and it's like almost pissing you off by doing it. So I have two sets. Um, One is on my fridge and it's kind of the things that I just mentioned. And then I have other ones in my phone that if I'm feeling a little bit off, they are more general and they bring up my vibration a little bit. They make me feel a little bit better, but it's not trying to reach for something that I can't grasp. So some examples are, I'm doing the best that I can. I'm never going through life alone. I'm exactly where I should be in this moment. And that essentially brings me up a little bit and sets a better tone for my day than if I weren't to read those. So I think affirmations are so important. I've been able to shift a lot of belief systems and um, really completely shifted ways in which I think about things through affirmations. So find some that resonate with you. A great place to look is on the internet, um, Pinterest. If you type in morning affirmations, there's so many resources out there. You can print it out, paste it on your fridge. Um, I highly recommend doing that versus putting it in your phone. I have a good relationship with my phone in the morning, so it's not a big deal. But if you are apt to open up social apps or email or answer texts right away, maybe put your phone aside um, for first thing in the morning. I actually don't have my phone in the room with me and I don't look at it until I'm completely done with my uh, morning routine because I don't want anything to distract me. And they can wait. Things can wait. Unless you're like a brain surgeon. And even then, (laughs) depending on whatever your career is, like we always think that we don't have enough time and our schedules are so important. But we all know whenever something comes awry in our 
um, days that we weren't planning, we're always able to make time for those things. So you can make time for yourself now. You know that that's true deep down. Um, next is journaling. So I've been doing this now for about two years and it's kind of funny. I used to have a journal in high school. I'm sure most people did. I know, especially females out there and it's hilarious looking back on it. Cause what I would write in there is majority. I'd be like mad at my boyfriend or mad at my dad or my sister, or it'd be something like super generic. And like, why am I writing this down? <laughs> like I went home and it's like, yesterday was chocolate milk day and we ate pizza at lunch. It's like, what, who, why would I document? Like, who is going to read this and be like, wow, I'm really glad she wrote that down. But anyways, it doesn't matter. It's not meant for someone to read. Um, I think my sister actually made a pact with her friend, Aaron, that if they die, they'll burn each other's journals, which I thought was hilarious. So just Whatever you're feeling in the moment, if you're feeling happy, if you're feeling sad, let that out. Put it down on paper, especially if you're having fearful thoughts, worry thoughts. Once you look at it, you'll realize it's A, not as big of a deal as your brain is making it to be. And secondly, it tends to somewhat like almost be ridiculous and release a lot of that um, negative energy that you're holding on to. Unless you speak with a therapist frequently or you have someone in your life that you're able to express your emotions to, journaling is a great way to do this. We're not meant to absorb thoughts that aren't serving us. So put it down on paper. And if you're feeling really great, it's only going to magnify that feeling by journaling it out. So you had a great day yesterday or you got that client or you lost five pounds or whatever success milestone can be small or big, whatever it is, write it out. It only is going to make you feel better. Um, So I journal and then I do five gratitudes from the day prior. What gratitudes are great for is it helps you see the good in all circumstances. Not all circumstances in your life are going to be good, but you're able to see the good within them because it becomes a practice. If you know every morning you're going to be writing out five things to be grateful for, throughout the day, you will begin to start searching and looking for those things. At first, it can be a little bit more challenging, and then over time, you just it grows like multiplies significantly all the things in your life you have to be grateful for because that's what you're focusing on. You're looking for the good and it really shifts your perspective. I love gratitudes. I think they're awesome. And it can be as small as I got the last sugar at the grocery store or I got that parking spot without a problem or I made it to my appointment on time without traffic. And They start to build on themselves, like I said, and your perception is your reality, and it truly makes such a significant impact. And writing out five gratitudes takes me about 45 seconds. So giving yourself 45 seconds to just write it out, you can even think them. I think writing them, there's some studies that it really does um, create more of an impact for you. But let's say you don't have a pen and paper, just look around you or think about the last hour What is it that you have to be grateful for? There's so, so much in every single experience, and it just teaches you how to focus on that. So I do my gratitudes, five gratitudes, and then I set an intention for the day. Whether I'm feeling good or bad, or I know my schedule or I don't, whatever it is, it could be around how I want to show up in that day or a reminder for myself with the intention. So something along the lines of, I know I'm worthy just as I am. I'm going to go through my day with ease and presence. Or um, I'm going to look for wisdom in all people I meet today. Or I'm going to allow myself to enjoy the small wonders of life. Whatever it is. 
And that kind of is the thread that ties together my entire day. And I think leading with intention in your life, again, kind kind of going back to the fact that you don't react to your life, you create your experience. It's such a small gesture that goes such a long way. So after I'm done with my intention, I read. Um, I'm a really avid reader, which is hysterical. And I was the kid that cheated on accelerated reader. I'm sorry to all of my teachers. I, I'm, I'm coming clean on that. <laughs> Little Women was like 36 points. I took that test like five times and failed it every time. Um, and we didn't even have Google back then. So I was really being risque by taking <laughs> exams on the highest point book. For those of you who haven't done accelerated reader, you're probably like, what is she talking about? Basically, I just lied and said I read a bu- bunch of books and I never did. Um, I probably didn't read my first book, honestly, until like my early 20s, which is crazy. Um, And now I read about a book a week. And most of them are focused on spiritual development, self-development in the morning. And then at night, I read like some super trashy love novel, which is so funny, like such uh, duality there, which is good and important to have in your life to create that balance. But I'm actually going to include a list of books um, that I've read up until now in the show notes. So if you need help getting started, um, they just really help me think intellectually about things. I think with the spiritual concepts, it's very heart-driven. And sometimes it's hard to understand that from a brain perspective. Um, It's more of a knowing. And so I think books help me tangibly understand these concepts more and help me break down barriers that may still exist for me. Uh, Right now I'm reading a book and we're really focused on limiting beliefs. And something I say a lot that I didn't even recognize is I am frustrated with X. I'm frustrated about X. And that's putting the power outside of myself. And it's something that I need to work on and understand why am I being frustrated? What's what's happening there? Journaling about it and figuring it out. And books help me learn more of how to do that. Um, They've really created the framework for now how I live. So I highly recommend reading. I read for about 15, 20 minutes. And then I meditate. And this is the Mecca of it all. If you can do one thing for yourself every day, meditation is where it's at. I think you, you've you had to have heard this at one time or another. I have some s- statistics about it. I even looked up like celebrities that meditate and it's a whole slew of people. It's like Paul McCartney, Michael Jordan, Phil Jackson, Oprah Winfrey, Katy Perry, um, Steven Tyler. Um, it's like hundreds, Steve Jobs, like hundreds of really successful CEOs, things like that. Ariana Huffington, people that have the quote-unquote societal standard of success, and then they also have internal success because they give themselves selves the space to think. Um, when we react and allow our brains and thoughts to run the show without guiding them in the direction that's going to best serve us, it's the analogy of having um, Jamie, my sister and I, we looked up hashtag um, what was something about Karen? You probably know what I'm talking about, but you know, like the whole Karen thing going on right now. So think of a Karen. Um, sorry if your name is Karen. It's actually a really cute name, but um, you're kinda, 2020 is not treating you very well. Um, so <laughs> the Karen mentality is like having this person screaming at you all the time and you're ignoring them and you're not listening to it if it's something negative or something that maybe embarrasses you or frustrates you, or it's just a thought that's not serving you, bottom line. 
So Karen's sitting there. She's yelling at you. She's trying to get your attention and you're ignoring her and what you resist persists. So Karen's only going to continue to get louder. She's going to start like showing up in your life, which is going to further confirm these thoughts because that's what you're attracting towards yourself. But once you say, you know what? Hey, Karen, tell me what's going on, girl. Let's talk about this. She will go crazy probably for a little while. Your thoughts will go crazy when you first start meditating. But over time, she's going to run out of things to say. And once you've given her space to listen, then Karen might open up to you about the truth of why she's yelling and give you the answers that you need to overcome those obstacles. So I know this is a silly analogy, but I was thinking about it on my walk today, and I feel like it's valuable because when you first start meditating, it can be really challenging. Your brain does not stop talking. Um, couple of ways in which I was able to overcome this is focusing on two minutes a day at first. So just starting small, like you can't go to the weight room once and then go fight Muhammad Ali. You have to build and exercise your way up towards the ladder. And over time, you will find your mind being able to quiet down. Um, a couple of things that I do is one is wait for a thought, because when you start to wait for a thought, it is more challenging for it to come. It wants to come unobserved. So that's one way to kind of quiet your mind down a little bit. Um, don't judge yourself if your thoughts kind of run wild. But like I said, if you start with two minutes, I use the app Insight Timer, maybe go to a guided meditation. I do it for 15 minutes a day. Some days I'll do it for 20. Some days I'll do it multiple times. But your ego will tend to try and uh derive you from experiencing the goodness of meditation. So you might say, oh, I don't have time to do this. If you say that, you likely need it more than you know. Um, but it does become a habit, just like brushing your teeth or taking your vitamins or whatever other habits you've integrated into your life. Making this a part of it allows you to slow down for a minute, breathe, connect to who you truly are, and again, kind of going to yourself and listening to you. You know what's best for you. There's no, nothing outside of you that can um, tell you what you need unless you agree with it. Like you are the truth. And not allowing yourself space to hear that um, can be stressful and it causes a lot of angst. So some statistics, if you're still like meditation's not for me, the number of people who meditate today has risen three times since 2012. 75% um, of insomniacs who've started daily meditation are able to fall asleep within 20 minutes of going to bed. Meditation may reduce the wake time for people with sleeping problems by up to 50%. Practicing meditation for six to nine months may reduce anxiety by 60%. Up to 70% of the people who started meditating have continued with their self-care routines for more than two years. And meditation sessions reduce school suspensions by 45%. There's tons of stats out there. If you need further um, rationale as to why this is something that will support you, but starting small being consistent, that's where the growth builds. Um, it really is a beautiful thing. And once you get more comfortable with it, you will 
with you'll easily see the benefits and you cannot live without it. I don't go a day without meditating now and it used to be really challenging to fit into my schedule to begin with. So I hear you if you have resistance, but just give it a shot for 21, 30 days, write it out and um, I, I know you'll you'll be happy that you did. And then the last thing that I do is I work out. So um, 45 minutes to an hour, whatever that is, yoga, running, taking a hilly walk, whatever. With COVID, there's so many online things you can do to work out, but just getting your heart rate up, sweating a little bit. I listen to a podcast or an audible while I'm doing that, which I really enjoy. And then I come back and I'm ready to go. I'm ready to start my day. If it's a makeup day, I'll get ready. If it's I'm not seeing anybody, I'll stay my workout clothes a little sweaty. Um, But yeah, so that's kind of the gist on morning routines. And I hope you find something within this that resonated with you. And just know there's no right way to do it. If you feel like, oh, you know what? I like the idea of reading in the morning. I'm going to read for 15 minutes. And just doing something for yourself first thing in the morning. I think that's just so important. Um, Putting yourself first allows you to fill up your cup so that you can be the best for others and best for the world. And you're able to give of yourself. Um, And again, the most important thing, I think, is creating this foundation. So you are creating your experience and your life. You're not just reacting to things that come at you. So if you know anybody who needs to work on their morning routine or maybe is feeling a little stressed right now and is kind of looking for an answer, this could be something that can help support them. Please share. Um, I just want to get this out to those who may be looking for a little advice on morning routines. As always, you are worthy just as you are. You are worthy because you exist. You are enough. Remember that. Love yourself. Love others. And until next time. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, then head on over to iTunes to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. We sincerely appreciate your feedback. Stay tuned for another episode of Connect Back In. And thank you for listening.